Hey, mates in Perth, we've got a show coming up for you very soon. Sunday, November the 2nd, Rosie O'Grady's in Northbridge. Carl, what can people expect? 4pm uh, kickoff, uh, Tommy Daslo, hour of solo stand-up, me, hour of solo stand-up, then a uh, live podcast with three awesome uh, Definitely awesome guests. Yeah, who travelled over with us for the show, and that's going to be great. Also, Sunday, November the 30th in Sydney, same deal. Sweet guests, uh, live podcast, on sale now. Not same deal, no stand-up. No stand-up, yep. but same deal in that great times yep. and awesome friendship. Yes. Uh, both of those are on sale now, littledumdumclub.com. Come down, support the show, and say, hey, we'd love to see you there. <laughs> Welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselo. Sitting next to me, the other half of the show, Carl Chandler. Good day, dickhead. Now, we've been getting messages all week, people frothing for an update on something that we talked about in the last episode. Well, how about we introduce our guests first so we can clue them in on it? Yes. Uh, first of all, joining us this week, you know him from Fox FM and from Spicks and Specs. Please welcome back into the Little Dum Dum Club, the fabulous Adam Richard. Yay! I have been fired from both of those jobs, <laughs> but thanks for bringing we, it up. We we dream of being fired from something. Yeah. <laughs> Must be nice to be in a position where you can get fired. Uh, I, yeah, I dream of someone saying, get the fuck out. <laughs> you were fired from that show too. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, what's that like? Um, also, speaking of being fired from television shows, uh, from This Week Live, it's Tom Gleeson. Yes. Is that a fight? That wasn't a firing though. That's no, not I fair. Think, I, I think that Adam wasn't fired either. Yeah. You were no, discontinued. That's different. Yeah. Both shows were cancelled. Both shows ran out. I don't yeah. count that as being fired. Yeah. I'm not sure that I've been fired yet. I've, I've been on lots of things that have just ended, though. Yeah, <laughs> I've been on a lot of things that never were. I was on a reality TV show that didn't finish. Oh. Like, it was a competitive reality show which yeah. just stopped. <laughs> Those was are that? the big ones when they don't invest in, when they've started a storyline and yeah. it's going that badly that they can't even be bothered seeing it out. Well, one yeah. of my favourites was... Uh, Reality show called The Resort. Oh, I remember The Resort. And when it, it came John out, John Stevens, John Stevens oh, yeah. from Noiseworks was the yep. host. Anyway, it didn't rate really well, and I remember that they had to finish the show off camera <laughs> um, to satisfy the terms and conditions and to not and to comply with gaming laws. Oh, is it like that itchy and scratchy and poochy thing where they just at the end go? Then Poochie went home to his home planet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But so they just had to live their lives and see out this contest. Yeah. Yeah. To see n- who ran the resort the best, <laughs> except it wasn't being filmed anymore. But someone won whatever someone they won. won. At the end. Yeah. Whatever it was. That was at the same time as Hot House. That was the other oh, one. That were the two, big, two big Channel 10 hits I'd love that, that year. to happen to Big Brother. That thing where it's like, let's just keep them living in a house for six months. No one's being filmed anymore. They're just trapped in a share house for six have you, months. Have you seen that, that show? I think it was a Charlie Brooker show where... They were in Big Brother and zombies came. And so they just lost contact with the outside world. This is a scripted show we should yeah, point out. Yeah, a scripted show, but they filmed it in the Big Brother house yeah. in okay. England. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I thought, oh, hang on, I didn't know zombies existed. You, you, you did, you looked so confused. <laughs> I, I read the paper for a week or so. I can't believe they haven't done I don't know if they've done it in other countries, but I can't believe they haven't done this as a twist on Big Brother. Just saying to them... Guys, we've run out of money. We've had to switch the cameras off. Yeah. But you still have to stay in here for another yeah. month. And then we just get to see yeah. what really yeah. happens. Because well, no, 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 you don't because they're not filming. But no, no, but they keep the... filming. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. 
I get Tom it. got fooled as well. <laughs> See, it's no. got legs. You can yeah. fool Tom Gleason. You can fool anyone. No, because I was just imagining them not being filmed and not having to watch them, and I think that would be even better. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Sonia Kruger telling, giving us a recap. Yeah. There are some people that you don't care about living in a house, and you're unaware of it. That's, <laughs> that's a great show for me. It's real life. Oh, to not watch. That's There's the whole world going around. <laughs> <laughs> that's Channel Seven, pretty much for me. Uh, so, off the top of the show, what we were, what you were mentioning, Tommy, mm. um, to, just to get our yes, yes. Uh, Tom and Adam up to date with this story. Last week, we talked about a story where uh, comedy at Spleen, the uh, Monday night uh, show going on in Melbourne that I co-run. Tom Gleeson, you're hopping up tonight. That you'll yep. have been on Ooh. by the time this comes on. Um, he was there last week during the yep. gig that we were talking oh, about. Oh, you yeah. were too. Okay. So something must have happened after I left, yes, I think. Yes, something I left early. Were you special guest exclamation mark? Yes, I yeah, dropped yes. in. Yeah. Yes. So after you left, um, there was an incident where Oliver Clark uh, was on in the second bracket. And he obviously he gets dressed up and all that sort of stuff. So he uh, gets oh. there. He gets there in a in his <laughs> in his normal street clothes. He yeah. rocks up, gets changed into his his performing gear, in his satin pants, in his satin pants, yeah. all that sort of stuff. The jacket, the bow tie, whatever. Comes back off stage and then goes, "Where are my jeans? Where are my street jeans?" And it's like, "Oh, I don't know. I don't know. No one cares. Whatever." <laughs> then end of the show, he comes this up. This is why on. you should never do a character. <laughs> <laughs> we get to the end of the show uh, He comes up again I'm at the bar after the show Where? Oh, Do you know where my jeans are? No, I don't know So then the owner takes him upstairs They check the security camera The footage is being beamed down into the bar So I'm watching that happen The security footage We spot the, the assailant We spot the, 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 the guilty the guilty party Stealing the jeans On camera Just so happens the guilty party Is in the same bar We're watching the footage together Of him stealing these jeans Oh Oh, So did you look at the security Camera footage And you're like Hang on That's this guy The guy sitting next to you He'd been on at the gig He was was in the lineup. Yeah Yeah. He was a comedian He was on the gig Established (laughs) Or Fiona O'Loughlin Stole those pants Alleged comedian She It was the bottle stealing I know So And also A lot of established acts Go there do new material. It's like, no, that's old material. No, they go there to. <laughs> <laughs> that's someone else's pants. They go there to that's steal. else's old material. Yeah, yeah. They go there to steal new material. Yeah. You uh, plagiarise someone's pants. Yeah. <laughs> Spleen's <laughs> like a wedding. Something old, something new, something borrowed, Lit- a lot of blue. Literally, literally stolen material. So, um, so I look at the guy and I realise it's the same person. He bolts, takes off down the, the street. Uh, uh, me and the bar girl chase him down the street, uh, bring him back up. Uh, uh, he sort of denies it at the start Then ends up admitting it End of the story is Oliver Clark talks to him And his excuse was uh, I went to the toilet And I shit myself mm. And I needed to put something else on So then he put those jeans He saw Oliver's jeans yeah. Put them on Over the top of that Then put oh. his own jeans on over the top of that What? What? And did then went on stage Like a big he? denim oh. nappy yeah. Oh, so like a double <laughs> denim nappy. Did he use like a really cool nappy? <laughs> so did he use Oliver Clark's jeans as underpants? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So he went commando in Oliver Clark's jeans so that he didn't have to go commando in his, his own, own jeans. Yeah. And I think maybe to create a bit more of a barrier for the smell, I'm guessing might have been the thinking. Oh yeah, strap yeah. it in. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. That's like having a perimeter fence yeah. and another I don't understand <laughs> trip wire. the part where you go to the toilet but still manage to shit your pants. That's, I don't either. Yeah, that's what we got held up on. <laughs> I don't either. There are a lot of holes in the yeah, story. I don't know whether he out. sat on the toilet and then just went and then went, oh, well, no one told me I had to take my jeans off. Yeah. So let's... He 
it's taken him a while to get to that point. Yeah. Or did you have an infant performing? No, That's no. <laughs> so, yeah, an infant in Oliver Clark's fully grown jeans. That's what happened. Yeah. He's not that big, Ollie. Yeah. <laughs> two, two kids on each other's shoulders in Oliver Clark's yeah. jeans. Yeah. It's like Muppet Man. We wouldn't let this, this, this eight-year-old double act on a stage at Spleen, so they had to get the trench coat. After the show, they went into a porno theatre. <laughs> it was the Lil Nelson tweet. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the story And then he said um, uh, uh, He ended up saying to Being very embarrassed And saying to Oliver Clark Oh I owe you um, uh, I'll get you a voucher When I go back to New Zealand I'll, I'll buy you a voucher In New Zealand And send it back to you To which Well that's not real <laughs> Yeah well <laughs> That's what we were saying We don't know we were, we were very confused Whether this was a real thing Whether this was just a uh, An excuse Like a really desperate excuse To go No I didn't steal those jeans I shit myself because uh, that's less mm. embarrassing. Yeah. yeah. Shitting now, your pants and, and spleen in the toilets. Can in I the very, toilets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can Going I very to quickly the say. And failing. Yeah. <laughs> is worse than being a thief. Yeah. A piece of detail that I didn't bring up at the time <laughs> when we were hearing this last week because I was hearing it for the first time and very overwhelmed. Yep. Um, I was at that gig, I was helping you out, I was doing the sound. And uh, a friend of mine, uh, Genevieve, was doing support for Reggie Watts uh, while he was in the country. And they finished the gig and they came down to Spleen. So Reggie Watts walked into Spleen while this man was on stage oh. and saw his act, right? And then at the end of the gig, we're all standing around talking and this, this jeans assailant, but I don't know jeans any of this at the time. He, this is before he gets busted. He's this, come this up. jeans napper. <laughs> He's come up to Reggie and seen Reggie and gone, oh, my God, you're one of my biggest comedy inspirations. I love you. And apart, from the, apart from the Hamburg one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is Australia. We've got a, a long history of stealing things. But stood there talking to this guy for like 20 minutes, stood there talking to Reggie Watts for 20 minutes yeah. and getting photos with him, which I just – that adds another Stinking insane – Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> another insane layer that in his head he's going – yeah. Is this the best night of my life or the worst night of my yeah, life? Yeah, like, yeah. And, and he and when he ran out the door, when I said um, we're watching the security footage, he was trying to pick up a girl. Oh. He had no shit in his pants. Nah, but I don't know. Maybe that extra layer of denim just gives you a whole new, you know, range of confidence. Think, yeah. Because <laughs> it's like uh, so. like when you're um <laughs> when you're doing weird. motocross motorcycle riding quite often because it's very muddy. Yeah. You have like a visor on your visor that you can just peel off halfway through to get rid oh. of the mud so you can see clearly. And maybe it's a bit the same. It's just like the second pair of jeans out the window. <laughs> but it's very or in a wheelie bin on the way home yeah. and then he's he's fine again. But it's yeah. so nearsighted because it's like you think if you pick up this girl and you get into her Room, yes. you know, and you're going for it. There's yeah. going to come a certain point where she's going, hey, "Hang on, why are you? What's Tommy. why is the second pair of jeans on yeah. underneath yeah. this? Yeah, don't window? worry, don't worry about the fact you're covered in shit. Why are you wearing two <laughs> jeans? <laughs> you know that penis brain does not consult actual <laughs> no. brain. I'm, I'm aware. Penis goes all will go all the way to the end, and it's not until yeah. you've got your hand sure, on the but button. Also yeah, penis brain will steal another pair of jeans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That don't belong to you. Because if you he's got three, then it's like... Go, oh, hang on, there's I, another fly I, in there. I, I feel sorry for the penis. I think he's uh, copying the blame for something he didn't do. Uh, <laughs> penis brain didn't steal the pants. Penis mm. brain just wouldn't have realised he was beneath two pairs. Right. <laughs> Could have been something more innocent, though. Like maybe the ones he stole had a zip and the ones he owned had button-up. Yeah. And he was feeling unconfident with the studs. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> what if this was the podcast now? Like every episode, we just yeah. relay this story to our guests <laughs> and get their take on it. I actually yeah. would love that. I think that's that's what it should become. You know, the most frightening thing is uh, I actually got told this story on the weekend by a friend of Oliver Clark's who came out to my house. Oh, uh, out it's in traveling the country, around the story. told me, yeah, yeah, and he told me the whole story, and I thought this is extraordinary. And uh, but I didn't realise that while he was telling me this story, I was there on that night there, yeah, the yeah. whole time. <laughs> you could have been called really, in for questioning. Yeah, just like really a Fletcher in murder she wrote. Just, yeah. I, was I was there, there in the anecdote all the time. Yeah, I was just sitting there. Yeah, yeah. Just... He, if, if if it went to court, you could be called as a witness and just gone. Did the did the assailant did the, yeah. did the accused mention any prediction for for denim or, <laughs> or curry <shitting> or curry? <laughs> <laughs> but this is the thing because we've since. Heard Heard after like not long after we recorded that episode, we heard from a couple of friends of ours who run other comedy gigs yes. that he was that he was up to some pretty spectacular work the week before as well. Oh really? He was he was doing some yeah. He made a real made a real mark on He's, the city of he Melbourne. Was, he was putting back Australia New Zealand relations by a couple of <laughs> centuries, I believe. So anyway, the reason we bring this up is because on the episode last week when we talked about it, we we sent him a message live on the show. Just to get, we just want answers. We just yep. want to know. He's left the country now. He's all safe. We just want to know: was it a ruse? You know, did he just did he just steal the jeans to steal the jeans? Yeah. And so, apparently, in the week, it didn't happen on the episode. But you've gotten a response. Yes. Now, the last message oh. I sent him last week on the show was: was the question, "Are you a tea leaf, or did you actually shit your pants?" <laughs> What's a tea leaf? A thief. Oh, okay. oh. <laughs> because it's it. you, it's Adam. Me, I... me Cockney rhyming, Sam. <laughs> yeah. It's my new character I'm doing. I, well, it's, weird getting, it's weird getting innuendo from you that's not. <laughs> that's just another word for. <laughs> yeah, use to... rhyming sake to describe something quite reasonable. Yeah, yeah. Thie- and I say yeah. I, was, I was trying to piece together how does a tea leaf go up someone's ass? That's, yeah. that's what this must be about. And I, I love a good nickname that goes much longer than the original word <laughs> I know. as well. Very British. So, uh, I sent him a message. Look, what's done is done, but I'm intrigued. Seriously, was there any shit or did you just want those pants? <laughs> Thanks. P.S. Hon- Honoured to have you. <laughs> oh, my God, you're such a suck. No, you're such no, no, a no, that was, that was in reply to his message. He... he uh, explained what I'd done and then said it was a great gig and I was honoured to be part of it. Oh, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so I said that uh, as if I meant that. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, you didn't mean yeah. it, but you still wrote it. Yeah, yeah. Have you guys met yet? <laughs> <laughs> so, Handler, you two-faced asshole. His response was, unfortunately there was. I wouldn't steal jeans that don't fit, especially from a green room. Oh, especially from my Especially. Yeah. <laughs> That's the worst place to steal jeans yeah, from. Yeah, see. Uh, sent Oliver a gift card to clear things up. I asked Oliver on the weekend. Hasn't got a gift card. Right. Uh, still pretty embarrassed by the whole thing, but it'll make for a story. Oh, yes, it has. Uh, thanks for having me. I'll hit you up next time I'm over, and I promise not to steal any clothes or shit on anything. <laughs> Well, now, that's maybe a big that, promise. That suggests that it's research, though. Like, I reckon at next year's New Zealand Comedy Festival, there's going to be a show called Two Jeans I Nick from Aussie. <laughs> <laughs> two sure. jeans, two, che- two jeans, one bog. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, it needs to be a two jeans, one something reference, uh, given how much shit there is in this story. Yeah. I, you know what? It's that thing with telling a lie where people who are telling the truth don't actually volunteer many facts. Right. 
but when you're bullshitting, yes. you volunteer so much information. <laughs> it's easy to spot, isn't it, when people just yeah. put in things that didn't need to be in there and you're yeah. like, it doesn't matter what colour the car was. Because yeah. you're overthinking it in your head going, how do I make this lie sound real? How do I make this lie sound real? And by making trying to make it sound real, it becomes not real. Yeah, mm. there's too much information. So if in you the chat story. yourself, you'd say you'd say why? Someone asks you why? Why did you steal the jeans? You'd say I don't want to talk about it. You go, oh, sorry, I I'm really sorry. I shouldn't have, I'll, done, I shouldn't have done it. Um, I'll send them to you. Yeah, I'll, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you wouldn't. If you'd actually shut yourself, you'd yeah, be like, that's true. "I actually wouldn't be in the venue." And I'd yeah, be, you would have run away. Yeah, you wouldn't be, do yeah. the gig. Shitty you wouldn't be. That's he hung. He did the gig. Like that's if you're that sick. Yeah. Like you'd be thinking, "I'm too sick to go on." St- like I'm. No, I know someone rotten. who's done a gig under those circumstances. Mm. Doctor Showbiz takes care of it for that. Yeah, brief it was moment. a TV taping, and the, and it was a friend of mine. They still did it. Can you name who <laughs> the person was? Last load of shit. No, no, it's her story to tell. But yeah, it was Carrie Ann. Carrie Ann Kennelly. It was Stand Up Australia, and yeah, she still had to do it. Like, like she's essentially. Well, she thought she'd done a fart. She thought she only had a fart that she had just behind the curtain. She took a gamble on a fart, and yes, uh, she like, got black just before that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so she says the whole gig. She had very was very distracted because she was wondering whether the smell had permeated to the front row. <laughs> Where the, where the people knew, at home could smell it. Yeah, she knew at home, like from an audio and visual perspective, she was sweet. She was fine. But in the room, that the sense of right smell. Whether in that, that show, they're like <laughs> just around. They're at arse height. Because you play on that weird thrust instead yeah. of Australia. They're just around. Yeah. Oh. oh yeah. They would have smelt a lot. Oh wow! I can't wait till the end of this episode so we can find out <laughs> who this is. Yeah. I've got some. I've got some guesses that I reckon are probably pretty on point. Was it yeah. shitty Flanagan? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was Claire Pooper. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, fuck. I'm going to look like a real loser if I can't come up with one. <laughs> Mel <laughs> Butthole. Yeah. No, three puns too many. Oh. Ah, shit. <laughs> oh, man. Well, yeah, I mean. Uh, there's still there's, uh, what I don't I love think is, we're ever going to get the answers that we want out of this uh, well, what I love is thanks for having me I'll hit you up next time I'm over no uh, <laughs> no no. but you can just send out an alert to everyone else who's on the bill and we'll all just take out like put the belt in a couple of notches our jeans are <laughs> unpinchable <laughs> we'll all have reefed in waists <laughs> we'll have chastity belts on yeah <laughs> Well, I just think I leave so like I leave my wallet and my keys and my phone yes. everything backstage usually. Yeah, mm. I've done that before. I've left like wallets and iPods and stuff around where I've thought, imagine if this got stolen, like because it's like yeah, only six people have access to it, and it's yeah. like imagine having to have that chat because yeah. they're all mates of yours. Like yeah. imagine having to go. Yeah. Come on, guys. One of you's nicked my phone. I still Who is have, it? I still have a thing and I still think about it. I was actually in bed the other night thinking about this, couldn't get to sleep over <laughs> an incident that happened like 10 years ago. <laughs> I, I, you know, you have those regrets and you just lie there and go, oh, why did I do that? Yeah. I, I moved into a house. The first house I moved into in Melbourne was in Newport and I just moved into this guy who had a big relationship breakup and he was a bit weird and I, I moved in and he, I think he sort of wanted a mate and I was like, oh, no, I'm just going to do my own thing. He sort of had all these mates of his over every night and just hanging out and I'd go away for the weekend and he'd have his mates like sleeping in my bed and stuff like oh. that. Oh. Like, oh, this is weird. And one day I left quite a few hundred dollars on my bedside table and came back and it was gone. 
Oh. And it was like, all right. And these guys were like, these guys by this stage wanted me out of the house. Oh, like, right. Very clear they wanted me out of the house. So I've just pinched that money and I've gone, you know, and I've just gone, oh, I'll just have to get out. I'm not even going to say wow. anything because what do you do? Taking you your money though, that maybe was like sanctions. It's like what they do with Russia. Like they're trying to destroy <laughs> you economically. Right. Like, <laughs> we'll take his money so he can't afford rent anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I can't pay rent, guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Shame. You've run out of money, have you? <laughs> Yeah, just starving me out of the house. Yeah. So that happened, and then uh, then I get and the guy kicks me out of the house after that. A couple of weeks after that, he kicks me out of the house via text message. Yeah. And this guy's like twice the size of me. He was a massive unit. Yeah. He sends me a text message going, "Yeah, I think it's time for you to move out of the house." Ooh. And yeah. then he hid for a month. Yeah, you money loser. Yeah. Get out. <laughs> you with your like leave your money lying around that you just lose all the time. <laughs> get out of my house. I like people who hold on to their money. Yeah. <laughs> I work for the bank and this offends me yeah. deeply. I like people with wallets and bank yeah. accounts. Yeah. Well, you got no pockets, you fucking idiot. So, <laughs> I he gives me a text message. I you... live alone and I hide cash in my house. <laughs> you, never, you never what? I live alone. All oh, right. And I hide cash oh, in really? my house. Yeah, I'm married and I hide cash in my house. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's sensible. Your wife can shop. Yeah, I know. Are you like Walter White with it all just hidden up in a crawl yeah. space? Yeah, yeah. it is. <laughs> so. I love Ellie, but I wouldn't trust her with money. <laughs> no. Does online shopping instead. <laughs> so, um, he kicks me out via text message and then he, he hides for a month. He just leaves the house, isn't ever there where I'm, when I'm ever going to be there. And then I'm literally, I don't see him for a month until I, I've texted him and gone, okay, I'll move out on this date. On that date, I'm moving stuff out. And he pops in to grab something and tries to get out before he sees me and then goes, oh, oh, what are you up to? As I'm like what? carrying all of my belongings out of the house. He's like, oh, what's going on? I'm like, what do you reckon's going on when I've got like five pillows and mm. all my socks and everything in my hands, put them in, in, into my car? Hang on a minute. Five pillows? Well, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's what people <laughs> move with, isn't it? <laughs> Old Chandler just rolling around all soft and squishy on his five pillows. Yeah, he didn't have a bed though. Yeah. He's just, <laughs> just five pillows on well, the floor. Well, housemate stole it. I would have had more pillows if I hadn't lost all that money. So. <laughs> I think the lesson we've all learned from this story is don't mm. move in with anyone who's just broken up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... And, uh, oh. Yeah. Just oh. <laughs> looking for a housemate. I am looking for housemates, guys. What's up? Little Dumdumclub at gmail.com. <laughs> oh, that's what this is now. <laughs> this is Gumtree. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the little gum gum, gum club. Gum, gum <laughs> yeah. now, wow. I like that. <laughs> a fan of your podcast going to move in. And just be like spending 99% of the time in the house going, oh, is there going to be a podcast recorded <laughs> yeah, yeah. soon, guys? Is this where you record it? Like yeah. here? Yeah. Wow. This, that, that is a horrible way to get out of 20 bucks to come along to a live podcast. <laughs> yeah. It'd be bad because we'd lose. We'd, like, say, a couple moved in who listened. We'd lose two listeners. Yeah. You're not going to keep listening to a podcast that you yeah. live in the same house as. Yeah. yeah. You just leave a door open. And <laughs> 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 you hear it. Um, now, much like the pants shitter, there's some, there's some big holes in this story, right. I have to say. <laughs> because the way you tell it is you're just minding your own business. You're, you're just going away on holidays. You're just taking it easy. And then for some reason, unbeknownst to you, they decide to just kick you out with no reason. Mm. You're doing something here. You're, oh, yeah. no, yeah, you're, not, you're not getting burnt that badly by people yeah. for just as you tell it. Hanging out and minding your own business, and go- who kicks oh, out a housemate who's going away every weekend? That's the dream. No, as you pointed out before, have you met? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but hey, but that look, that's a good point because someone asked me uh, about a housemate on the weekend, uh, and they are the same as me and the same as you. Obviously, if you have someone that moves, that goes away, is out of the house all the time, you would think that's a great thing. But I've met when I applied for share uh. houses a bunch of times. A lot of people, I would say, oh, I'm a comic. I I'm out a lot of nights, and they go, no, we're not interested because we need someone to be a friend and be around the house. Yeah, all that's the time. right. People you see ads. Yeah, style. people we want, want social you houses pay to be our friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. a little weird, isn't it? Because oh, it's sort of like weird. it, like everyone. Th- I, th- I think people think that they want a social house until it's like there's a tipping. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. people want it. Like I had a mate who used to have this housemate, and he was like, "Oh, he's not working out." And I was like, "What's wrong with him?" And he said, "Oh, he's just, you know, he's just in his room all the time, just does stuff yeah. by himself." And yeah, I it's love like, that. Yeah. but it was like, man, you have not lived with enough shitty housemates if yeah. that's yeah. if that's yeah. bad to you. Yeah. Did you have house? Did you have share houses, Tom? Yeah, it's been a while, but I lived in a house in Lane Cove in Sydney, which is the most boring suburb there. And uh, <laughs> everyone there is very old, except for me and my friend who lived there. And we had a, another person who moved in. It was his ex-girlfriend, and yeah, and she was in her room the whole time. Yeah, never came out. Yeah, but it's hard not to take it personally because we thought we were pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> you're from the country. Did you go to uni in the city? Yeah, yeah. So I was at uni. So it's, it's, been... It was when I was at Sydney Uni. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But see, I get it a little bit more now because people have laptops and people have Netflix and they sit in their well, room. There was no, in, there was no internet. It was what are people oh, doing we in knew, their rooms we knew in the nineties? Well, she didn't even have a phone line in there. Yeah. Right. It's weird. She's like reading and stuff. Strange. <laughs> what? Get her out. You know, we're enjoy- <laughs> We're just you know living a life in the lounge room and watching cool shows and <laughs> talking rubbish and being boisterous. No, she was there the whole time. It was quite. Strange. Yeah, that is With weird. With the door shut too in a house that had poor ventilation. Also, yeah. being an ex, that's hard work. Yeah, that was strange, yeah. That's really weird. Well, yeah, see, it was that, a bit weird. See, that's well, that's the thing. I used to keep myself to myself because that guy was just a different person. So I'd just go to my room or whatever. And so that's the same deal. No, you've, d- no, no, you've done People something. are social creatures though you've and they get something. suspicious of people yeah, who stick to themselves. Weird. Too often I listen back to the show when yeah. you tell a story and I feel like a detective like replaying the tapes. <laughs> yes. And I go... There's holes in this. Yeah. This doesn't Did stack up. Did you go to the toilet and accidentally shit your pants? <laughs> yeah. And then like, steal a pair of jeans? If it was the Big Brother house, like, you wouldn't have been the popular one. <laughs> like, you're, you tell the story like you're the one who's reasonable and everyone else in that house is just quite unreasonable. Well, who tells a story from someone else's, like, <laughs> point? No, like, but no he's going, yeah, I think I was a bit of a cunt, no, but who you knows? Know, you know that you're the loser in that story. <laughs> Even while you're tell- even as it was coming out of your mouth, you're like, "Hang on, I'm a man who boasts how much money he has by leaving it lying around." Oh, look at my extra hundreds, everyone! But I sp- and you spend all your time in your room, not yeah. wanting anyone to go in there, just With keeping to yourself. And then when you and the only time you're not there, you leave money lying around just yeah. to see who else goes in there. Yeah. Like yeah, a why trap. are you just leaving money? Why are you going away? Yeah. Why aren't you taking the money with you? Well, he leaves know. the money there as like bait so that he can belt them to death. <laughs> belt whoever comes in with five pillows. Fucking <laughs> Scrooge McDuck just swimming around in his money pit. Yeah, yeah, that was me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just and I go away for, for the weekend to visit my three nephews. So <laughs> we need a spin-off podcast, Little Chando. <laughs> yeah, it's all about your yeah. life before you started this yeah. podcast. Chando babies. Yeah. <laughs> Did you spend time in the house or you were just always in your room no i would be a little bit in my room and then a lot just with my girlfriend at the time and just get out of the house also with your girlfriend but at her place yeah yeah which showed how much i enjoyed living in that house because she lived on army barracks (laughs) 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 so i i was spending time at her place which was like a little prison yeah yeah it was really weird you thought it's nicer here yeah Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, there's no one stealing any of my money out here. Yeah. There's a few pillows, sure, but you know. You've trained pretty extensively with the Taliban, so that must have been a weird relationship <laughs> for you to be in, like chalk and cheese. It was the original odd couple. <laughs> <laughs> my boyfriend just bought a house and he hasn't moved. All right, mate, we've all got boyfriends got <laughs> that have got stuff going on. And yeah. he's like, the, you know, it's a two bedroom place and it's in Sydney, so the mortgage is crazy. So he has to get <laughs> someone to move in. And a mate of his from work whose girlfriend is Japanese, she said she's gone, oh, you should get a Japanese student to move in because she'll clean everything but she won't ever leave her room. (laughs) Oh, right. That's a good thing. A Japanese girl saying, no, no, this is fully terrible racial stereotype. Get onto it. Yeah, Yeah, I know. (laughs) But it's like they're a creepy crawly in a pool. You know, they're just... (laughs) those robot vacuum cleaners. (laughs) Yeah. Just comes out of the room every now and then, cleans everything up and then goes again. At night, you're... At night, you just you just leave the door open. At night, <laughs> come Dressed back, the like floor's all done. Just yeah. <laughs> like a schoolgirl from Tekken. Yeah. Isn't that odd that, that people don't want creepy crawlies coming into their house? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you can't live with the creepy crawlies. Yeah. They're no good. Yeah. <laughs> terrible. Oh. So, well, this will be interesting, uh, Tommy. That's like actually yeah, mm. having to get a, a, a. Has your old housemate moved out now? He mm. just moved out just before you got here. Oh, like, really? It was looking like was this was going to be the most. Disrupted podcast of all time. Like right. There was a truck and he was like, but he literally like a minute before Adam turned up, he, yeah, uh, yeah he's out. I think he's going to come back tomorrow and tidy up, but he's, yeah, he's gone. You've asked him to come back anyway. So. <laughs> Please, <laughs> just, just hold me. Just yeah. Come and cuddle me in the night. Yeah. Spoon uh, me a little. Is yeah. that why he moved? Because you kept spooning him after. Yes, that's, <laughs> that's why he moved. Yeah. And he felt my arm kind of reach over him onto uh. his drawer to try and grab his stack of money that's sitting on there. And he said, no, don't do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, but yeah. So now I'm, I'm here completely by myself now. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. is a big old empty house now. Yeah. I, I'd be intrigued. That would be great if you did have a, a listener of the show move in. And I, To be honest, I'm, I'm that desperate for people at the moment. Like I've gotten that few bites off my ad that I, I would genuinely consider it. Well, actually, you... no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No, well, actually, how about this? Like, uh, often when people travel from overseas, they need somewhere to stay. Like, they might be coming over from New Zealand. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just saying that if you leave a trail of denim from Tullamarine <laughs> to here, shitty denim. All the you can have down. someone living in your house and in your pants, twenty four seven. Yeah, if I just make my if I make my uh, username on Airbnb Mr. Levi, <laughs> I'm sure I'll get a few nibbles. Oh, by the way, I had an idea. I think that Oliver Clark kind of deserved it in a way because he does a character. Like he's doing a character on stage. He leaves his clothes backstage, I kind of think. So he's on stage doing a character. So here's a new challenge I want to throw down to any comedian that's backstage <laughs> when someone doing a character is on stage. Put on their real clothes while they're on stage <laughs> and then walk on stage and do their real person as a character. <laughs> so Oliver Clark, next time you see him on stage at Spleen, it would be great if someone walked out after him and pretended to be Oliver Clark. I the real Oliver Clark. Having said that, it's literally for the audience, it's someone walking in just in street clothes. It really doesn't matter to them whose clothes it is. Well, we did. We had, didn't we? We had actually had a little bit of that. Um, I don't think we've ever talked about this at the drunk cast that we did at the mm. end of this year's comedy festival. Yeah. You dressed up as your Gary Chook character. Yes. And Nick Cody put on 
Carl Chandler's clothes <laughs> and then came and stood next to Gary Chook doing Carl Chandler jokes. So there yes. was like a yeah. Carl was Chandler thing. Was he wearing thing. like that Freddy Krueger t-shirt? No. He was wearing a suit actually. Yeah, I was, oh. yeah, it made it sort of weird because he was dressed up in what I was dressed as that day which was a suit which is something I never wear. Yeah. So then Cody's on stage going, I'm Ch- Carl Chandler everyone. They're like, okay, are you? All right. Yeah. But also he could have put on a hoodie which yeah. Nick Cody always wears so he just yeah. dressed as himself simultaneously because yeah. he unfortunately was wearing a common trend. You don't even need to put trend. the clothes on. Just, yeah. just walk on and just go, I'm this person. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now it's, it's interesting that you, you are bringing, you've, you've brought up character work, you've yes. brought it back to character work. Well, characters are terrible. We, <laughs> Why would you ever do one? Well, we were hearing before the podcast that you used to do a character and you said you didn't want to talk about it but then you said that's why we should talk about it. You started as a character. You didn't even start as Tom Gleason. I did start as a character, yeah. And what was the name of the character? Malcolm. That's it? Yeah. Did you have a car that split in half? (laughs) (laughs) No, at the time, why did I do a character? Why did I do one? It was the the thing in Sydney, wasn't it? It was a bit... I was in Sydney and I was in bands, right? So... I'd been in bands for about five years before I did comedy. So I pictured – so when I, used to, when I used to play in the band, quite often would play for audiences that were rowdy, that you had to fight for their attention. Like they weren't watching before you started. Like you had to get them to look at you and then what? So yeah. I imagined stand-up clubs were the same. I kind of imagined when you'd go on stage, everyone would just be milling around the room, right. talking amongst themselves. <laughs> right. Not and you'd have to do facing forward. Yeah, yeah, and you'd have to do something really big and extravagant to get their attention. Yeah, right. Almost like street performance. I didn't know that they'd just be listening and ready. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so I thought that I was too, and, and so, I also thought I was too boring. And you thought if if ever you're going to get someone's attention, it's with. Malcolm. Yeah. Well, the name, I guess, didn't really matter. But, yeah, I had a wig and I had a flannelette shirt and tracksuit pants and really tight and, and um, are K- you wearing, KT26s. Are you yeah. wearing the same uniform right I'm, now? I am actually dressed surprisingly similar <laughs> today. Very, Mal- very Malcolm-esque. You look, like, you look like Malcolm grew up and got, got a job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I was also, at the time... And the hair was ridiculous. Yeah, it was it was it was hair that was kind of it was the same color as my hair, so it was a bit off putting. Right. You know what? But it, was it was not huge. Dis- it was like a big bouffant. Right. It was not dissimilar to Sam Simmons when he first turned up. Remember, he used to always wear a wig. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. It was no. Well, he when Sam Simmons first used to perform, he always had a wig on right. and often a headband. Yeah. And when I saw that, I thought, <laughs> my God, that's kind of what I was doing. It's a little bit similar. Right, right. In terms of it being off putting. Yeah. But you didn't have a voice or anything. It was just you. No, I was just very aggressive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, this is the thing. Like, I actually, I mean, I only started probably doing rants and stuff like that about five, six years ago. Like, I kind of had not done that for a long time, but I kind of brought it back from that. Right. Because when I started, it was just nonstop rant. The right. whole thing was a rant. There was no quiet moments. <laughs> but I was only doing five, ten minute spots. Yeah. yeah. So then I kind of brought it back. But the, it got to a point where I was doing a gig at the Oatley Hotel in oh, Sydney. <laughs> You might, have you done gigs there? No, like yeah. it's sort of. Uh, I think I have. Yeah. Yeah, it's Some out in the ago. suburbs, and um, and I was carrying my little Malcolm bag <laughs> with the costume in there, yeah. and I was getting changed in the public toilet where the audience went as well. Yeah. And I thought this has got to stop. <laughs> this or is when ridiculous. Someone, when someone shit in your pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, if only that guy visited me. Did earlier. Malcolm get big enough to have merch? Do you have Malcolm merch? What did I have? No, no, I didn't have merch. Uh, you know what he. 
Um, hey, I sound like an actor, like, <laughs> like it's, some, <laughs> it's some important character that everyone cares about. <laughs> um, I did do the character Malcolm on the comedy channel. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Yeah, Back quite then. a bit. Yeah. yeah right. I was the Cam Knight of 1996. Oh. <laughs> 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 All right, so here's the thing. I went to um, Officeworks the other day. And you know, office works yeah, from we've now. We've all got stuff going on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck, I've been hit with my own scud missile. Yeah. <laughs> Was our European man there? <laughs> <laughs> He's in that ad, yeah. I haven't yeah, imagined yeah, that. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, Ted Wilson. I know what's in, going on. In the yeah. Office works ad. Yeah. 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 So I went to Office Works, and um, you know, out the front now they do the sausages as well. You know, Bunnings has always had the sausages oh. yeah. out the front on, on like a Did Saturday they have morning. All of them? I thought it was just that one in Preston. In. Which one in Preston? In Officeworks office or in... No, 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 in Richmond. This was in Richmond. Oh, That's weird. Because Bunnings, it fits. Because Bunnings sell barbecues. So yeah. it's kind of... And it's outdoor furniture. But Officeworks yeah. is... Yeah. That's not right. Yeah, I'm going in for a stapler and but, a yeah. sausage. Yeah. But, oh. but Bunnings, they only do it on the weekend. Officeworks oh. is a Monday to Friday situation with the sausages. And no, no, is it though? Oh, the one in Preston is. Oh, yeah. is it really? Yeah, every day. Monday to Friday, sausages. Sausages every day. Sausages every day. This podcast brought to you by Officeworks Preston. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what last time you were on, we were talking about frying up sausages. We're talking about sausages. Yeah, yeah. I do. I just kind of look like a sausage, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because maybe I was you're, saying... You're a bloody sausage magnet. Yeah. <laughs> I was mate... eating a sausage before you got here. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. This is like... I know Tommy's been a bit lonely, but no. <laughs> oh, mama. No, I well, had we... like a, a Baker's Delight thing. Yeah. Because we've talked about uh, the one, the office works up the road for me has drive-through sausage sizzle. What? Really? What, like you don't, you don't even s- need to purchase nah, anything? you just pull up. You don't even have to get out of your car. They just fling a is it sausage Monday to Friday through your window. Saturday? Pardon? Is it Monday to Friday or just weekend? I think it might just be weekend. Right. That's, there's no way that's true. That Preston sausage sizzle is going all the time. I, c- I can't. I'm going to go out there next Tuesday. Okay. And, all right. I, I want to believe that they're not raising money for anything. That it's yeah. just profit. I don't think they <laughs> yeah. are. I think it's a shop. That oh. sausage sizzle's keeping the whole office works afloat. <laughs> yeah. No one's buying thought, yeah. printers. It's yeah, a really yeah. busy office work. Well, it's yeah. next to a Harvey Norman as well. So yeah. they've got it all going on. And what have they got going on out the front? Depressed. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just the car park next door. You just wander yeah. up to the sausage. That yeah. would be sweet to set up a card table on the corner of Brunswick Street and Johnson Street in Fitzroy. Do a sausage sizzle and they're like, what are you raising money for? Me. Me. Yeah. Yeah, just <laughs> yeah. And you go, well, it's no brainer. Yeah. Yeah, the sausages only cost this much at Coles. They yeah. used to have you a sausage them and then... sizzle outside the Smith Street Woolworths. They still do. Oh. They still, they still do one. it pretty regularly, yeah. Can you do that? Can you sell food on the street without a permit? Can you no. sell... No. Can no. You, can you I have s- running water at some uh, point. Can I sell sausages out the front of your house here? Is that a thing? Probably not. But if that would be an interesting. Truck, maybe. Yeah. But that would be an interesting thing to set up and try and see, like set up in a public area and just be selling food and see how long you could go for before you. No, go. set it up in a restaurant. Like <laughs> set it up, like yeah. to really put the pressure on. Have a sausage sizzle out the front of Vue Monde. Yeah. yeah, but also seriously, I've been to Vue Monde. It's great, but like the smell of sausages would seriously gazang anything that they had going on. Because they've got all some fancy stuff and some truffle also, and then this and like some foam and then a banger. Floor? You're like, I'll have that. Yeah. Like the 38th floor. Like if you were down on the street having a sausage, it's <laughs> yeah. like, 
Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not going up. Yeah, I can, yeah, exactly. I can eat this down here or go up there yeah. and, yeah. That's Let's ridiculous. do it. Let's run that joint out of business. Well, you know, you go, you know, there's all those restaurants in the city in Melbourne that are like, um, you know, you can't book, you've just got to wait. And so you go at the front of Chin Chin's oh, and, yeah. and Mama Cedar, and, and there's like dozens of people waiting. Oh, yeah. You just walk by with a bunch oh, of sausages bring and go, a yeah. get into it. What do you reckon? Yeah. Or, may, or you even work for like a restaurant nearby. And it's like it's just competition. So you just jam their holes full of some other food. And you don't even, you're not even selling it. You're just trying to take them out of commission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or you just do it like you're a drug dealer and not make a big show about it. Just walk by and go, oh, you guys yeah. hungry, are you? Oh, I've got a, no, I've got a few this. sausages. I actually had this happen to me once in Sydney. Like, you know in Bondi they have like... Uh, like Porto, the yes. Pubs open till th- oh, Porto. <laughs> pubs open till three... But they're really strict on what time the food can be served at. Like the McDonald's and everything closes at one. So there's yes. this weird gap after three o'clock where there's no food available in Bondi. I didn't know that, but that sounds like the worst thing of all time. Oh, yeah. it's Sydney. They're insane. Yeah. Mm. So it's kind of like, you know, backpackers wander out of the pub and then they go off into the hills to forage for food. And there was uh, there was this kind of heavy set guy. Me and my mate Sal were walking home from the pub and this guy goes, hey, hey, and kind of calls us over <laughs> and goes... You want the kebab? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah, I'm fat and drunk. What do you think? <laughs> and that's how Grinder was born. <laughs> and then he ushers me into this shop with like newspaper in the windows. It looks like it's closed oh. down. And inside is a fully functional kebab shop. I oh. love it. A speakeasy. Yeah. Full of drunk yeah. oh. backpackers and boombars just going oh. crackers on kebabs. And then the police came and we all got shoot out into the street. It's a raid. Shut it down. It's a raid. Wow. <laughs> the prohibition <laughs> for sausages. Yeah. It wasn't like, yeah, you had to all like pretend that you're doing something uh, else in there. No, this is a Bible class. No, we're all oh, drugs yeah. guys. Reading, reading the newspaper here at 3am. We're all buying so heroin. It's like a scene from Biggest Loser. It like was they would have... <laughs> A Run. shot there, yeah. <laughs> Run it up. Oh, no, that'd be another business idea. Park your food truck out the front of the Biggest Loser compound. Oh, Try that and would be them. sweet. Well, this was always my idea. I don't even know if I've brought this up on the show before, but this was my – this is an idea that I think would be a good idea, which is you go – you're a pizza delivery man, mm. but you don't wait for orders. You just knock on people's doors because if someone knocks on your door and goes, "I got a pizza," what are you going to say? Oh, like you a, you're a like prank? a pizza politician. You just door knock. <laughs> yeah, you're saying. yeah. I bet yeah. you got a pizza ready. You ordered a pizza. Yeah. Oh, that's no. not a Do bad idea. One? So you so you make like one of everything on the menu, and you yeah. start off at the end of the street, and you go, "Mate, you're the first house I've been to. Yep. Anything on here, I've got it. Whatever you want." Yeah. And then you just cross that off, and you go down the street. Yeah, yeah. that's very good. Yeah. If someone yeah. rocks up to your house at like seven six thirty and goes, "I got a pizza right here. All you have to do is give us ten t- 15 bucks right now, it's, it's yours. That, uh, even if I wasn't hungry, I think I'd buy one. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like too good of a deal to me. I do, I do always buy the charity chocolate if some kid turns up. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 It's someone at your house bringing chocolate. Yeah, well, yeah, well there you go. Yeah, mm. it's, oh, I wonder if, yeah, well, that's the thing. I wonder how many houses you'd have to go to before you <laughs> hit a policeman. <laughs> yeah. I had, um, I had Jehovah's Witnesses turn up at my house the other day. And it well, was... there's a, they're having a convention. No, no, I know. But this was like before. This was like oh, a couple okay. of months ago. And <laughs> it was... Like, this is not the week. <laughs> yeah. It was... You know, it's like the stereotype of like... Like, first of all, I'd never had them come around. So I was doubting that they even existed at right. all. But it was like this like eight-year-old girl and this like 90-year-old woman... On a Zimmer frame, a bizarre combo, yeah. and not what you think of when you think of. And I and at first I thought, oh, well, this is a fundraising thing. I'll you know I'll hear them out. Yeah. And then they're trying to shove a watchtower in my face, and I'm like, ah, oh, 
nah, not for us. And they just kept, they kind of kept it up. And I had to just close the door on them. And closing a door on a 90-year-old woman and a nine-year-old girl is yeah. brutal. Like nah, it feels... she, she deserved it. Imagine living 90 years, like having that much life experience and still thinking that door knocking for Jesus is a good idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like at what point have you not learnt that's a good idea? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like you, you've lived 90 years. Like yeah. that's, you must have at some point gone, this doesn't go. work. To the Jehovah's compound and go door to door and go, excuse me, have you heard the word about cocksucking? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I grew up next to Jehovah's Witnesses. Oh. And they once door knocked us and we were like, seriously, put in some effort. Like we're, <laughs> we're right next door. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe that's how it starts. It's just slowly spreads out, yeah, you know, yeah. the houses around them. Yeah. You know? So um, getting back to office works, sausages. Um, oh, that's right. That's yeah, that's how right. we started all this. Um, <laughs> I went there uh, uh, the other weekend and they're selling sausages, which I was sort of like, oh, really? You guys are doing that? And I'm like, okay, well, I always buy a sausage. Like, yeah. it's the best if food you can sausage. have. Why yeah. wouldn't you? But what do you go just out of interest? In bread. Yep. Bit of tomato sauce. In white. No sauce. Oni- mm. Onions. Onions, yes, please. Cheese if they've got it. Oh, I've never seen that. Okay, sometimes oh, yeah, you see no, that. They have cheese Mustard. No, no sauce at all. I am, uh, I don't know if. You know this about me, but I, I never have sauce. You ride bareback. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't have sauce. <laughs> Let's get that going in some new slang. No one uh, sausage yeah. without sauce. Going bareback. Bare yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I was at the Lansfield show yesterday and I had a sausage. And that would, yeah, I reckon that would have gone down well out there in the country. Yeah. Bareback, please. Bare <laughs> but then there would be, you'd be on a bareback horse actually yeah. holding a sausage yeah. with sauce on it. Double bareback. There you go. Double bareback. <laughs> Well, you know when you know when people like you'll have slang for like oh I'll, I'm going to get some cokes out of the coke machine, um, and people say oh I'll have unleaded, I'll have yeah, diesel yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Just do that. Like I'll have a sausage. Yeah, I've got a friend. Diesel. Like yeah. what? <laughs> that means no sauce for some reason. Yeah. I've got a friend With that orders yeah. like like Bundy and Coke because she's from Queensland. She goes oh no speed humps. Oh. Which means no ice, apparently. Right. <laughs> wow, that's full on. I like you that just a lot. slowing that shit down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> literally, literally no speed humps because I want to drive after I drink this. Yeah. <laughs> um, so or at least I, punch someone. Yeah. So I go to this place. There, I'm buying a sausage on the same table. So these are the, this is the two things they're selling. This is like three weeks ago. Yeah. Sausages mm. and Easter eggs. What? <laughs> Sausages and Easter eggs. Wow. It's like six months since Christmas. Well, it's, yeah. we're right in the middle. And I was literally like, between. I said to her, "What are you really slow or really keen? Like, which one is it? And she was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> so uh, I didn't get an answer out of But isn't it, it sort of is that time of year where you notice like people's Easter chocolate that they've found in the cupboard. And they're like, oh, this is kind of it's going a bit white. You've got to get rid of this. What's Easter? April. May, June, July, August, September, yeah. October. That's six months. We're yeah. right in the middle. Yeah, but that's that's like the sausage person has found their stuff from this Easter just gone. Who doesn't gone, eat oh. the chocolate at Easter? Yeah. That's and also, what? where have they found the sausages? Were Look, they guys, next just, to them? Yeah. I'm just trying to find answers in this crazy <laughs> world of ours. I went to one of the 4,312 bakery cafes up on your local street, Tommy. Yep. <laughs> and they had in there uh, what looked like hot cross buns without the crosses on them. And I was uh. like, are you doing training at the moment? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Getting the batch ready. Like, why? So they're just a hot bun. 
Well, it was yeah. just yeah, fruit bun. <laughs> it was a it was a pack of six fruit buns all so, joined oh, so together. So you're going into a bakery and oh. going, what the fuck are you on about having buns in here? Yeah, no, but fruit buns. I in want a, a hot bag. cross bun, bareback. I'll have a hot cross bun, no shit in its pants, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What is it with Easter now? Why? Oh, October yeah. Easter. I also answers? don't get uh, the excitement about Easter eggs. Anyway, it's just chocolate in another shape. Yeah, it's the an shape does not concern me. Chocolate, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. But don't, that's all right. I don't let things hold me back at any other time. <laughs> if I want something, I get it. Yeah, it if is, you're an adult. You're exactly, earning your own yeah. money. Just go and buy heaps of chocolate at any time of the year. You don't need Jesus, and you don't need chocolate in a weird shape. <laughs> it's, it's for little kids to go hunting, and you'll you'll work it out. No, I know that. Years. I know. But I've just I just hide Tolbrones all around the yard. <laughs> <laughs> And, All year and round. we'll do it. We'll do it this weekend. It's no <laughs> problem. Like a full Toblerone, or you'd break no, a full I mean, triangle. I wouldn't do Toblerone. Bit. It's too common. Because uh, <laughs> my wife's, you know, you know, she's a food reviewer, so it'll be one of those gourmet free trade salted caramel numbers <laughs> of a brand I've never heard of before. But they're really expensive. I'll snap them up and put them in the yard. <laughs> I do agree. I'll some for free. I'm gonna hide, <laughs> I'm gonna hide chocolate in Oliver Clark's pants next time at a gig. Oh. <laughs> I do think you're right, though. The egg is the worst shape to eat chocolate I think it is. It's yeah. no good. It's not good for it. It the wasn't made to everywhere. be in that shape. Because yeah. either you're getting just those little nuggets, the tiny little ones, and they're just yeah. thick, and yeah. they're, or you're getting the kind of the big ones that have stuff in them that are just kind of hollow. Yeah. You're just breaking off bits of that. Yeah. If just someone me a bought me a big solid egg, I would probably marry them. Really? <laughs> like, a, like if it was a big egg that looked like it was hollow mm. and I'd go... Oh God! Oh, you just have to. Egg. But then I picked it up and it was really heavy because it was solid. <laughs> but I'd be like, "That's it." We're how are you it. eating it then? Are you shaving it off, or are you just biting into a huge I would egg? Just bite into a huge egg. Yeah, to leave it into the sun in the sun for a bit, and then <laughs> no, really rip into just it. Bite in. Yeah. Just tear chunks off. You'd it. have to lie on your back in the sun with it on your head uh. so that it just gradually <laughs> melted into your mouth uh. while it's sitting on your face. My mum still gets me to uh, – she's got a, a little Christmas stocking that she makes me return every year and every Christmas she Aww. still puts Aww. like Smarties and Violet Crumbles and, and like stuff in there. But here's the thing. So th- that's what happens. But every year I still go – I'll go, Mum, you know I don't like Violet Crumbles. Like <laughs> – <laughs> So you're Why? still 14. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like because I'm 38, I'm like going, you've got 38 years to figure out what I like and what I don't like. What's going on? <laughs> so yeah. she's I don't eat peppermint, pe- peppermint patties. Oh, what she's the new Metallica the CD everyone at school has it? Yeah. She's giving the stocking to what she thinks is seven or eight-year-old Carl. Yeah. Yeah. And what she gets is 14-year-old hormonal Carl. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I don't like those, yeah. Mum? Yeah. Get out! Yeah. Get out of Smart- my room, I'm Sm- busy. Smarties aren't cool. <laughs> Give me M&M's, Mum, you know that. But that I prefer that over my my parents haven't given me like a gift gift in year like in as long as I can remember like every Not birthday since they Christmas gave now. you the gift of life yeah. well yeah <laughs> uh, every it's it's always just like either here's some money or just buy something you want and give it to us and we'll give you the money and but we'll you're an, it up. you're an only child so you must have been living large for a long time yeah hey an only yeah. child with cancer there is. There is Sweet no combo. There is there is no bigger spoilage than that. Oh, thing. Yeah. Only, oh Merry Christmas! Here's some is... chemo. <laughs> 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 Mummy, I found some chemo under the tree. Oh. <laughs> That's not chemo, honey. That's humanity. <laughs> It's, it's December 23 and I found chemo under your bed, Mum. What's going on? 
We need to have a talk. Yeah. There's yeah. no Sander, and you have cancer. <laughs> oh, brutal. That, that's how you're finding out that you've got cancer. And there's no Santa. Talk about putting the, oh, the cart yeah. of the horse before the cart. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, God. That would be grim. That would be a bitter pill to swallow. Uh, guys, well, I think that brings us to the end of the little dum-dum club for another week. Tom Gleeson, Adam Richard, thank you very much for joining thank us. Thank you. Uh, have you both got things coming up that you would like to plug? Uh, you know, if anyone's listening from Sydney, I'm going to record my DVD there soon at the Comedy Store. Oh, well, that's oh, going to yeah. be good to go to. November the 15th? Oh, it's, yeah, it's Middle soon. of November? Yeah. Comgleason.com.au. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, that's yeah. the best place to go. Yeah, or sydneycomedystore.com.au. Yeah. Um, and you, your new show for the next season for all the uh, interstate listeners and whatever, you're just doing your comedy festival show is going to be talk, com, called Tom Gleason this year. Yes. No Self-titled. Title. Yeah. Self-titled. Yeah. I was thinking of doing that. Yeah. Why well, calling you, your show you Tom Gleason? Well. <laughs> I was going to call my show Tom Gleason. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, Adam Richard, Richard is, is Tom, Tom Gleason. Gleason. <laughs> I have to say, that's great, but I also, I'm a little bit sad because one of my great pleasures every year has been seeing what you call your show. Uh, I genuinely uh, look forward to seeing what your show titles are. Yeah, well, I can't. Maybe I'll just do it this way from now on. Yeah. I might use the exact same poster every year too. <laughs> well, I was, saying, I was saying to you the other last week, like you're so close to calling your show Go Fuck Yourself. I really yeah. should have gone Go with that. Fuck <laughs> well, maybe, I will, maybe next year I'll just call it Nah. <laughs> That'd be not bad. That'd be not bad, would it? Nah. Oh, nah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah. Uh, and Richard, you've got things coming I'm up. To We've all got things going on. What have you got going on? I'm doing gigs in Sydney as well. Um, AdamRichard.com. I have all my gigs on there. Oh. Yeah, sweet. Um, we have got very, very, very soon. What are we? Very close to going to Perth and doing our Dum Dum Palooza, which is your solo show, my solo show, and live Dum Dum. Yes, yeah, sweet guests coming over with us yep. Sunday, November the second at Rosie O'Grady's in Northbridge. Uh, tickets on sale now. LittleDumDumClub.com. We've also got Sydney on sale November the thirtieth. Uh, up there again. Sydney, you are being spoiled. Yeah. <laughs> again, moving uh, tickets moving very quickly for both of those, so get on that. Uh, yeah, littledumdumclub.com. It's going to be quite a night uh, in Perth as well because, uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I've got such an early night uh, flight the next morning that I'm thinking about staying up all night. So oh, we'll God. see. Well, I've got a red eye at like midnight. So oh, have yeah, you? I'll be, yeah, I'll be kicking on. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. All right, that'll be fun. Yeah. That'll be a good after party. Yeah. And um, also sausages for sale at Preston Office Works. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not just the weekend, all through the week. <laughs> we'll be doing a podcast <laughs> signing out there next week. Hey, uh, go down there and tell them the little dum dum club sent yeah, you. Yeah. yeah. What if we go out there and sign sausages for yeah. people? Is that That's possible? That's sure. Oh, go down sorts. there, get a free sausage, wear two pairs of jeans, and shit yourself. <laughs> I think people are way ahead of you in Preston. <laughs> uh, well, guys, that is it for this week. Thank you very much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. See, see you, mates. mates.